Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Back to the Jiggy Jaguar Show on the network. Well, well, well. We're going to go to our next guest here in just a few seconds. We'll call him on Skype. Get our guests in here. We're a little late, but we got them. Colonel Singer. Hey, Colonel. How are you? It's uh, James Lowe with KJG Radio. Sorry about calling you a little late. We had a guest. We uh, couldn't get off the phone, but we've got we, we've got you now. How are you? Hey, James. Yes, yes. Can you hear me, my friend? Yeah, you broke up there, buddy. You not, broke up not, there. Not, for a, not a problem. It's 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 probably just Skype audio. It's it's not a big deal. But we've got you back, my friend. How are you? Yeah, very good, very good. How are you guys? Uh, pretty good, actually. Now, uh, there there is a lot going on in in your guys's world. First of all, uh, the last time we were we were scheduled to have you guys on, you were getting ready to go to a go to a top level meeting, and I apologize for. Uh, <laughs> for bothering you guys that day because i'm sure what you were doing was a lot more important than talking to me on the radio um no look uh listen uh it's the viewers and the listeners that have really given us the uh voice and the power base for us to be able to even be in these type of meetings so uh, and i apologize because we couldn't tell you guys until we got to the meeting and left that uh you know that we we're gonna have that meeting we got other schedule now actually working on uh, going back again so everything seems to be heading in the right direction we'll see what happens in, That's the, awesome. in the long run that's awesome. Well, uh, let, let, let's start with our first topic here. Tell me a little bit about the fight to liberate Mosul. Uh, the, 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 there is a lot there and uh, a, lot to, a lot to talk about. Give me your thoughts on all this. You know, Mosul was going to be liberated. I think everybody knew that, to include ISIS. ISIS, as soon as they um, uh, took over Mosul, they cleared it. They, they, they were starting to dig in. They figured that the U.S. and the coalition would attack in order to be able to take back the major city. Uh, I think to their surprise, uh, under the previous administration, nothing was done. Um, and currently, we really haven't committed, even under the current administration, the type of force that you would uh, think that we would like to commit in order to be able to, you know, clear those type of uh, areas. But the reality is that ISIS was going to die. It's just that the, the concept that created ISIS, the philosophy that created ISIS, that will never die. Uh, so you have to have enduring partners on the ground who understand that, and you have to link into them and support them so you can actually be able to, um, you know, have a footprint on the throat of this uh, dark menace that is trying to engulf the entire world. We've got uh, two great guests with us today joining us live here on our big broadcast, and uh, we're, we're, we're talking today about uh, the Middle East and, and talking about some of the different things uh, going on over there. Um Iraq it basically is in three pieces. We've got Sunni, Shia, and and Sunni uh, Kurd. Uh, kind of give us your thoughts on this. Why is religious minorities and and 
kind of kind of give us your thoughts on uh, must be part of this federalized Iraq. There, there's an autonomous region under uh, uh, all sorts of different controls. Just kind of break this down for me because there's a lot there that uh, a, a lot of folks that are listening to the program they know a little bit about it, but they don't know all of it. Um, you know, Iraq's not broken into three uh, regions. We break it into three regions in our discussions. Um, Iraq, uh, we, you know, uh, when I when I was in Iraq and we were fighting in Iraq, I'll give you an example. Um, the way that the U.S. looked at the border of Iraq and Iran, um, it looks at a map and says, well, this is where the border is. And if you were in Iraq as a U.S. soldier uh, between um, the uh, uh, 06 and 07, there's areas where your computer system would say that you're in Iraq, but you're actually in Iran. And areas where they would say that you're in Iran, but you're actually in Iraq. Now, Iranians and Iraqis who were border security on the ground knew that <laughs> because, uh, you know, they fought a war and the border shifted. But on our maps, we never shifted it. So from our perspectives, you know, it makes it easy for us to draw a map and say, well, this is what Iraq is, this is what Syria is. But if you go internally, you can see that, really, are those countries existing? Are they governments that are actually operating? Is it a tribal system that is running the, uh, running the show? So um, we try to simplify things for ourselves in America. So we say Iraq split into three. Iraq has a deep fabric. It has Sunni Muslim Kurds. It has Shia Arabs. It has Sunni Arabs. It has very different tribal groups. It has Assyrians. It has a Shabak. It has a Yazidis. It has a Turkmen. It has very different other groups uh, that I haven't even mentioned yet. Uh, and 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 this process, uh, I think, if you link down at the lowest levels of this fabric, uh, the way you use your systems, whether it be the priority reconstruction teams that we sent uh, downrange to, uh, you know, represent the State Department, or and you have, uh, you know, special operational forces that are operating on the ground with the various different local tribal groups. If you can link in and give these minorities a voice and you could do conflict resolution at the lowest levels, it makes the commander's jobs easier at the higher levels and actually allows the State Department and the Department of Defense to give better guidance for the local leadership to be able to understand what governance means from a Western perspective, not from the fact that you have generations of people born under Saddam Hussein and the only thing they know is that they have to operate just like he did in order for themselves to have a footprint and a say in the uh, in the local government. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast, and we're we're talking about the Middle East today and uh, the Assyrian uh, Christian Army, basically uh, founded in August of 2014. Uh, these guys massively retreated, abandoned weapons that the Assyrians basically took up fight against the Islamic State. They've evacuated civilians on uh, on on different planes. Uh, kind of give us your thoughts on this whole thing because they're they're doing all sorts of things over there. Uh, good Good and negative. Well, the Assyrian um, uh, hello. Yes, I've still got you, my friend. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't worry. I lost you there for a second. I apologize. Not a problem. Uh, uh, We do have thunderstorms in the local area. Not not an issue. uh, Not an issue. Our issues. Uh, Okay, the Assyrian army uh, was a result of uh, a, a group of. Uh, leaders on the ground realizing that the Sunni Muslim Kurds who were put in charge of securing the future 
uh, and administering the areas that the Syrian Christians lived in in northern Iraq, uh, abandoned the battlefield. They abandoned the battlefield because when ISIS attacked, they were told to drop back to uh, where the majority Kurdish population is living. So they dropped back to their capital area of, back, of Erbil. In doing so, they just left all the minorities, the Yazidis, the Syrian Christians, uh, and every other um, Christian minority group or other minority groups abandoned uh, because uh, they didn't want to face ISIS. The Shia uh, loaded up on two C-130s out of Mosul in the middle of the night and flew back to Baghdad. Um, imagine if an um, um, army general abandoned San Francisco or abandoned New York or Chicago in order to fly back to another location and left the inhabitants uh, to be slaughtered by a, uh army that uh, did not care about taking prisoners. Um, because of that, what ended up happening is, as uh, certain Christians were being basically uh, uh, pushed uh, on the roads and uh, were attacked by ISIS, a hand group of folks uh, got together, went down into the battlefield, and actually as the uh, Sunni Muslim Kurds were escaping the battlefield, they went opposite of them and attacked into the enemy. And as the Shia were flying back, they again attacked into the enemy's uh, areas. So by that, they established a former line of troops. The reason we have had a former line of troops, which both protected the uh, Sunni Muslim Kurds in northern Iraq and also protected the flanks and of the uh, Iraqi uh, main or the Iraqi main military in the south was the fact that uh, the Assyrian Christians formulated on the battlefield, grabbed what they had, and held the line. Uh, with the U.S. coming in and conducting airstrikes, it gave us an opportunity to hold that line for uh, a couple of years. When the Assyrian never plane clearing operations prior to the Mosul clearing operations began, what ended up happening is that... Uh, uh, we could have gone and conducted those operations, but because of how the Department of Defense and the previous administration and the Department of State were operating, again, the same people who had abandoned battlefield came back into those battlefields and destroyed all the towns that were not destroyed. So ISIS destroyed Christian homes, uh, villages, and the Iraqi army and the uh, Kurdish Peshmerga came back and destroyed more of those towns and villages. At the end, uh, as of today, we have 100% of the towns of the Christians and the Yazidis looted, 65% uh, uh, to 64% structurally destroyed, uh, and then uh, almost uh, uh, close to 75%, depending on the areas you are, some place 95%, other places 45% burn inside and out. So today, now we have uh, a um, capability that is on the ground, and then we have a Syrian uh, army that has been operating in those in that area to include other militias that are Christian and Yazidis who are receiving their functional budget 150 money directly from the uh, Kurdish uh, authorities and from the Iraqi government. And our hope is that going into future, we are able to take that same money that is allocated by the State Department uh, in order to be able to support the a certain army larger footprint to be able to take these. Uh, minority militias and put them in a joint operational force capability to secure their homeland. Well, I'll tell you, my friend, you make the complex understandable. <laughs> Thank you for that. That was a uh, that was that was that was 
that was easily explained. I thank you for that. Now, well, um, there, there, there's a lot also going on. There's uh, 5,000 soldiers strong, Assyrian Yusidi, basically fighting force. It's totally feasible. Just give us $5 million, President Trump, so we can show that we can do. What, why, why is there a 5,000 soldier strong uh, fighting force there? Kind of break this down for us. And how that works uh, I, Well, that fighting force is actually much more capable as larger force. You know, we're looking right now possibly from the U.S. side to introducing forces into Syria again. And the reason we're probably going to introduce those forces uh, uh, sometime either during this trip that uh, President Trump is taking, uh, where he's going to Saudi Arabia and he's going to the various different, uh, you know, um, so-called uh, partners that we have on the ground to speak with him, is because we know that we have to do something in Syria. Otherwise, in the long run, Russia wins. Russia replaces Assad, and uh, in that process, Russia controls Syria. Um, so for the United States to be able to do something, they would have to have uh, basic uh, basing capabilities that are going to be able to help U.S. requirements. Now, the only places you're going to be able to see those type of basings would be either... Uh, uh, in the Sinjar area, which allows you to be able to do these type of uh, operational supports, um, both in Syria and Iraq, to secure those uh, same nodes that both ISIS was fighting over, that Russia has tried to fight over, Syrian government has tried to fight over, the Iraqi and Kurdish Kashmir guys tried to fight over, and at the same time to be able to, uh, uh, you know, bring at least a stability to the region so you can start the process of developing the region and being able to bring the refugees back. So you're looking at the Sinjar area and also the Assyrian plain as being the two main key areas that a uh, capable uh, basing or force structure that would allow us to do that. And with that said, as I said, if you are going to be involved in Iraq in the longer run in the future and you want to be able to give a voice to these minorities that have gone through a genocide, then what you need to do, you need to do it at the lowest levels. The lowest levels, again, do it in the historical lands of where the Yazidis are, in the Mount Sinjari, and the historical lands of where the Assyrian Christians are, which is the Assyrian River Plain, uh, east side of Mosul. That's the reason why, if you're going to be able to help bring a functional peace to the region, then you have enough capability of personnel there. You probably could combine forces and have a 10,000-man force. And that 10,000-man force can be a very effective force, a partner, enduring partner for the U.S. in the long run. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. And uh, as we wrap up here with you, my friend, uh, is there any uh, websites or anything we can direct people to so they can get more information on, on what you guys are, are doing over there and, and, and everything? Uh, you could go to the Near East Center for Strategic Engagement. Again, that's the Near East Center for strategic engagement, take a look at what we have laid out, which uh, helps you understand the region better, uh, to include what's going to happen with Turkey uh, in the long run, what may happen even in uh, uh, southern Iraq. You know, you may even look at a Basra in the future. That might be almost like what is Mosul today. So there's a lot of internal conflicts, um, what may happen in Syria. And, and then at the same time, the biggest help for us, the biggest help for us, is that we created the uh, United Assyrian Appeal, and that is uh, unitedassyrianappeal.org, in order for us to be able to uh, support the military families of the Assyrian Christians 
who are fighting uh, in Iraq and Syria against uh, the forces who are trying to eradicate them. Uh, and that is a 501c3, and any type of a donation and help helps us until uh, we can finally get uh, the support that is needed uh, from the United States systems in order to be able to sustain these type of uh, capabilities or enduring partners to us. Well, good stuff, my friend. Thanks for being on, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it. Thanks for your service. Thank you much. Appreciate it. Thank you. God bless. We are going to take a break here on our big broadcast, and uh, we'll play some Anthony Gomes. And when we come back, we are going to go to the squashes. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 